I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah, I would be social media famous if it meant I have no life in real life. In IRL, as the kids say. Change my mind. Uh, yeah, Wes, I think that you'd be social media. Yeah, um, no. No, no, no. I don't think, I don't think you'd be social media famous. I think, it, I think you just naturally get lucky with some of these things. I don't, I, but if I, I just like pour all my attention and all my time and energy into my online persona... You know, like, I, I think that could work. Uh, I don't think so, Wes. I, think I don't he... have much of a life IRL right now anyway. Oh, stop it. You're married. You're working. You have, you have direction. You have an amazing dog. You guys have Food Network on in your house all the time. Well, we do have Food Network on. Guys, guys, grocery games right now. That's the, uh, the, the nice little Monday evening ambiance we're setting. But I hate to burst your bubble. I think that I think you could, but I think you could be social media famous now too. You did have that. What was that one you got that pop from? Um, oh, the uh, the X Men. Yeah, the X Men yes. on um, Xfinity. They had like a real quippy uh, uh, intro <laughs> yes. or like description line. Yes, that was a great catch by you. That's I still right. I still see those every now and again too. They, they like the the social media guy on Xfinity. Whoever writes the TV guide for them, uh, A plus work. You got to keep tweeting I those out then, dude. That, I that's should. How you... I know. That's my shtick, right? Yes, that that's can become corner. your shtick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's how you become social media. out everybody. Yeah, okay. That's it. That, that, yes. I'm just going to be scouring the Xfinity TV guide for – Exactly. And if anybody does it, it's just like – if anybody else does it, then they're just a copycat Wes. Right. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. I'll be the first one on it. First one on the block. I really says that – like I was just saying to you, I got the uh, iPhone 11 Pro recently and it's mm-hmm. it's rocked my world i have really? a, a strain in my neck right now uh, the iphone neck oh like, i was wondering why you're telling <laughs> it's serious i couldn't even like go to the gym the last couple of days like really hurts really yeah iphone neck it's tough i've i've never heard of that i i'll tell you what i do love having an ipad um yes. i know i crapped on people for that in the past but tell you uh, you know what man reading on this is so much like tim's right when he used to say it Oh, so much better than reading out like from a book. But yeah. I still like reading books once in a while. But every, every once in a while, we're, we're, we're this is a monumental occasion for us, Nicholas. Mm. Uh, episode fifty. It's crazy. Not Absolutely our bicentennial, wild. but our bye bicentennial. I think I think that makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. Well, yeah. Sure. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll look that up later. Uh, but semi quasi bicentennial. Yes, yes, and uh, I you know, know. I, I, I'm I'm Wesley Sykes if you're unaware, uh, and that is on the other side of the screen for me is Nick Fryer, uh, and and this is a special moment because I don't have a nickname for you, but this is our 50th episode, so I thought we could just go as ourselves. I like that idea. I appreciate yeah. that. I like to be myself once in a while, um, although I told my dad as a child that he had to call me Chewbacca at one point, oh. and it, and in his phone I am listed as Chewy. Chewy. Oh. Oh, nice emergency contact, Chewy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice. Yes. Now, like, now like, you just have to have the ringer on there with the oh, yeah, I can't. Do that. Yeah, go. exactly. You're, you got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, but we got. I know we have a lot of things planned for this episode. Um, but first, Wes, we talked about it last 
on the was on the 49th episode how we yeah. have apparel now available on teespring we got sweatshirts we got swag t-shirts for guys and for gals and then yeah, we have sex. iphone cases and sure samsung cases i think it was was the other thing I, I think it's a phone for everything. I think we've got a, a, a one-size-fits-all glove, you know? Something like that, yeah. Now, I texted you, and you didn't get back to me on this. I need to know. That's right, are you, yeah. Are you ordering a sweatshirt and a T-shirt or just a sweatshirt? Because I don't want to get the same color as you. I think I'm going to do just a sweatshirt to start out. Okay, do you know what color you're getting? Because, again, I'm, I'm getting a sweatshirt for sure. White. You're getting – oh, perfect. Okay, I'm, not, I'm definitely white, not getting yeah. white. Perfect. Okay, awesome. Um, so if you guys want to be like Wes – then get the white one. If not, I think I might get the black one then. That's probably what I'm okay. going to go with. It's perfect. Um, you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Uh, yeah. so if you need a gift for your uh, loved one or your dork in need, you know, we are here to have your back. Use Definitely. promo code change my mind for 0% off. Uh, <laughs> exactly. so, there you go. Yeah. No promo codes yet, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but we got what, – what, what's our main topic today, Wes, for our quasi-semi-bicentennial episode? Yeah, so fresh off the heels of our uh, kind of mapping out where the Star Wars uh, series goes post-Skywalker saga, uh, I thought this would be a great opportunity to do so with Phase 4 of the MCU. I love it. So, you know, we're, we'll go right into it, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll run down the slate of the entire Phase 4 movies that are planned and, and some uh, rumors and some speculation as I got on my uh, Scoopy uh, internet sleuthing hat on and, and went into the Reddit. <laughs> Uh, the Reddit wires again and, and YouTube uh, streams and, and we uh, you know got got some good information on Earth. Right. You know, love, give our takes, take. of course, on all this too, because that's of what course. matters yeah. most. Absolutely. But first, mm. uh, did, did you know that the Grammys happened last night, Nick? I did. I mean, I didn't see much of it because uh, for those who don't know, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant passed away on, on yes. Sunday as did his daughter. Yeah. Um, as I was just pointing out to you beforehand, the Cape Cod League baseball coach, yeah. um, and then their families, and then there was another family in the pilot. It was a mess. So, uh, but yeah, crazy, the Grammys. Crazy Sunday. It was a wild Sunday, but yes, the 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 Grammys did happen. Um, but I didn't even feel it. like that was like publicized or anything. Like I just heard they were on. Like I was like sitting down to dinner with uh, my dad, and I was like, "Oh, the Grammys are on." I didn't even realize it. Yeah, I guess Billie Eilish was the big winner. Okay. Bad, bad guys, uh, you know, pretty good, pretty good. She won uh, album of the year, record of the year, song of the year, best pop album. She swept it. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, yeah huh. really, really killed it. Yeah, you can't uh, do I think, much I think Nipsey Hussle won some uh, some awards for best rap album, best rap song, all that stuff. You know, posthumously, posthumously, post posthumously, posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. Yeah, yeah, you know, some yeah, you're people, fine. some people think a uh, cucumbers a better pickle yeah yeah I, all, I would tend to agree I'm all tongue tied right now no you're fine don't worry about it it's because you got a whole, whole bunch of crap going what's this whole thing about hbo's house of dragon is this this game of thrones related this is game of thrones related here so this is uh something that i came across on, along the internet uh, believe it or not and the game of thrones principle <laughs> based on house targaryen has reportedly sent out casting calls for their lead characters uh this is based off the george rr R. martin book fire and blood Huh. And uh, it takes place 300 years before Game of Thrones. The showrunner mm. is Miguel Shapotnik. Maybe he screwed up that last name, but he no, I think you got Home that. Home and Battle of the Bastards and some other uh, really big set pieces for Game of Thrones. Okay. And apparently, this is what um, the casting call was looking for, but 
It presents uh, Aegon, Visenya, and Rhaenys Targaryen as leads and further suggests that the series will depict the Targaryen invasion of Westeros and the rise of power therein. Nice. But we like were it. also supposed to get, you know, the Long Night and kind of the backstory of the White Walkers, and that all kind of fizzled away. So now yeah. this, this is kind of like what's coming in. I, I like this idea. I still would have wanted to know more about the White Walkers because that was really just kind of dropped off. You know, just kind of ended abruptly with, uh, with the whole White Walker thing. Yeah, I think this is – personally, I hear this and I think this is a safer idea. I feel like with the White Walkers, there's a lot Agreed. of gray area. Yeah. With the Targaryens, we, we kind of have an idea of what the hell's going on. And it's so – I mean, I understand the White Walkers is probably, is probably going to be just as far away, if not farther. But everybody liked the Targaryens, and now it's kind of uh, – maybe they see this as a way, a way to kind of redeem that family in some capacity, at least in our eyes. Right. And, and you know, Danny was, uh, you know, obviously one of the favorite characters. And obviously you still get dragons involved in there. So that's still a major mm. player of all that. So you kind of get the white haired incestual thing. So some of the really uh, the tent poles of, of Game of Thrones, incest dragons and mm. white haired, uh, white haired mm. queens and kings. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, so, you know, you got all the basics of a, of a good Game of Thrones show right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, the, yeah, exactly. Like you said, the foundation of it. Uh, found but out, No Wes. set date. No, no set date on that. So yeah, we'll I mean, and that's, that's fine. I mean, I think it's a good idea. I think um, I, I think it's – I think, like, the, the best way to describe it is safe, especially as compared to the White Walkers. I think the other thing is there was just – they were – as much as – Danny was a letdown in the end because it, I think you look at hers and it was like, you guys just really jam packed it and forced it. And with yeah. the white walkers, it, but she was so good for so long with the white walkers. Yeah. There were some awesome kick-ass moments, but they weren't around quite as long as her. And mm -hmm. I feel like there's not that same connection. Whereas we're mm -hmm. all like, Oh yeah. Tar Targaryens. They're awesome. We like them. So white walkers, maybe you can bring them back later, but just, right the general feel isn't, isn't quite the same. Um, I'm with you on that. What, what, what's new coming to Netflix here? Yeah, so I came across this as we were getting ready today, and I saw this on comicbook.com, and there, um, the big news is Diablero, which yeah, I don't know if you remember me telling you about that shit show. There's apparently a second season of it coming out, or <laughs> oh, already <laughs> out. Um, and okay, I'm, half at, I'm half tempted to watch it. I gotta be honest, because I want to oh, see it. Don't do it to yourself, <laughs> Nick. Don't do it. More importantly, uh, BoJack Horseman, Season six, part B is coming oh. out. Yep. Oh, that, okay. That's on Friday. Do you watch Bojack? I forget. I do. I enjoy it, but it's also very uh, depressing at the same time. But I, really? I love Will Arnett. Yeah, it's like a dark comedy. Okay. It's, okay. I enjoy it. It's funny. Um, let's see. American Assassin. I've never heard of that. Um, oh. These are a couple Netflix originals. I Am a Killer, season two. Uh, Luna okay. Nera, Ragnarok. So, I mean, maybe, maybe some uh, Norish uh, mythology going on there. Yeah, some something like that. Um, then, so those are coming out on Friday, January thirty first, and okay. also among those already Ooh. on Netflix is Ooh. Uncut Gems. Ooh wee! I, I can't wait I, for that one. So fast, West. Well, I you know, it's like all, all those. I think he's got the deal, the connection with uh, Adam Sandler and Netflix. You know, so I'm sure they get some sort of like, exclusive rights. That's a good point. That is a good point. Now that brings us to now. There are some other ones coming out throughout the course of the week, but none that were like I would assume tickle your fancy, mine, or our listeners. But then on Saturday, February first, 
We got a lot, okay? So we got Back to the Future. Yep, uh, some of it. Back to Back to the Future Part Three, Blade okay. Runner: The Final Cut. Uh, mm-hmm. D- Dear John. Um, oh, okay, now we're talking. Uh, Dirty Harry. Mm-hmm. Driving Miss Daisy. Why? Uh, I've never, I never saw that, but uh, I recognize that name. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, That's a classic. Han- Hancock. Oh. The Notebook. Yeah. Um, the, the other guys. Oh, that's a good one. Police Academy. Actually, mm. it's the whole the whole Police Academy catalog, one through seven, all of it. Ah, uh, no thanks. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm. S- scary Movie Two. The and best scary movie. Your favorite movie of all time. You've told me on multiple occasions. Sex in the Sex and the City Two. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. I, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely a Miranda. <laughs> I wish I knew what that meant. You strike me more as a Samantha. Is is that is Samantha very uh very particular? She's promiscuous. Oh, you think? <laughs> oh, wow! I appreciate that. That's a compliment. Then I'll take that all day. I just always assume that people assign me as like the most like it has to be a certain way type character. But oh yeah. You're too kind, Wes. You're a good friend. Yeah, you know. Um, But is there any of those in particular besides Uncut Gems that uh, that tickles your fancy? Uh, Back to the Future 3. You know, they get a little Western going. Like I said, Scary Movie 2. That's the the best of the scary movies, in my opinion, because you get Mm -hmm. the little guy with the hand, and Mm -hmm. uh, you get get, uh, David David Cross, I think, in the wheelchair there. Um, Yeah, those those are pretty good. I'll I'll pass on the police academies. I'll probably watch... um, the uh, the Blade Runner, uh, the uncut uh, version of it. That, that sounds mm-hmm. pretty cool. I've never actually gotten around to watching that. Blade Runner: The Final Cut. I've never I've, I've never heard of that one. I've heard of the original one, and then Blade Runner was a 2049 with Ryan Gosling. I, I don't know if if the Final Cut was like a director's cut or something like that, a special edition maybe. That, that's maybe. how I interpret that. I'll tell you what, if if you guys are looking for like a romantic movie to watch with your girl between Dear John, everybody's mm-hmm. seen The Notebook. I hated Dear John. I saw that in high school. That was awful. Not a fan. Who, who was in that? I believe that was Channing Tatum. And then uh, yeah. I think it was the girl from the second Ted movie. You remember? Um, the Amanda blonde? Seyfried. I think it was her. Don't quote uh, me on okay. it, but I think okay. it was her. Good for, um, her. Good for him. Yeah. But anyways, I, I, I was not a big fan of that movie. Um, that brings you us know, to – You know, good rom-com is, uh, is the other guys, right? Because you get Gator and his whole backstory uh, about being a pimp with oh, Eva Mendes. Totally, yes. That, right? That's, yeah. That's love. That, that was, love is in the air. Yeah. Get, get, uh, it was, yeah you never bet about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Will, Will, Ferrell. Will Ferrell as a pimp. Um, yeah. But that brings us to the comic book Minute West, and there are a few good Marvel titles coming that are starting this week, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got Deadpool, The End. We have Captain Marvel, okay. The End. And we have Doctor Strange, The End. And I, would, I, 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 I these kind of surprised me. I don't know what the hell is going on. I know for the Deadpool write-up, um, Wade Wilson may seem like he is unkillable, but there is more than one way to put an end to him. Well, what have we been waiting for? Oh, um, so I don't know why we have all three of those characters, but definitely, um, you know, if you care about them, might need well, to you, you could say it's the beginning of the end. I think you could say that. I think that's right. Because it's number one for all of them. 
Is Sorry, I, I had to work on that joke. <laughs> that's true. You're so right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> um, also starring this week, The Amazing Spider-Man, Daily Bugle, colon Daily Bugle. I like this. You like mm -hmm. it? Okay. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, of course, because the first thing is the journalist must speak truth to power whether or not it's mm -hmm. wielded responsibly. So I'm sure, yeah. <clears throat> you want to keep going? That sounds like my great journalism professor from Hofstra University, uh, Dr. Maurice Crockmall. <laughs> I'm sorry, Crockmall? Crockmall, yeah. It's a real Mo name. Mo Crockmall. Yeah, that's, that's his name. I've never, ever heard that last name in my life. What well, is that? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a family name. <laughs> it's a I don't know. I couldn't even take a stab at what what like background that is, what ethnicity, whatever. I anyway. Um, Dutch. I think he's Dutch. I mean, honestly, I could buy that. Um, I, I, know. I know it's not Portuguese. I can tell you that, and it's probably not British. Uh, um, okay. But there we go. More, more importantly, Wes, we yes. gotta we, we gotta get to our main topic: the MCU. Five, what is it? Phase four. Phase four, what we hope to see out of phase four of the MCU. So 2020 is upon us, and the MCU is ushering in a new era, the post-Infinity Saga era, to be exact. Mm. Most of the main players are still in the fold, uh, maybe with the exception of Iron Man, Captain America, although they may pop up later. You know, who knows? I think no one's really killed off, as we've seen with Vision. Uh, but there are going to be plenty of new heroes and villains to get excited about. So we're going to use this forum to talk through uh, what we would want to see in Phase 4, mm -hmm. how it plays out, maybe uh, do some rumor mongering, you know, put on our Scooby hats, uh, and, and where we want to introduce the X-Men and the Fantastic Four in all of this. Oh. That's, that's really what we're building up towards, right? I mean, That's what matters most, yes. So, well, phase 4 is really going to be like a bridge gap, I think. Yes. To, to this next uh, X-Men, Fantastic Four, all that good stuff. So we'll run the through. X-Men. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Fantastic Four guy. You know, I, know I still want to see that done right. We've seen the X-Men done pretty well. Pretty well. We yeah. haven't seen Fantastic uh, Four done well. So we're, we'll go through in chronological order of everything that's set to release for Phase Four. Mm -hmm. uh, and, then, and then we'll go through uh, what we want to we want to see out of it. How's that sound to you, Nick? That sounds like a great plan to me, Wes. We got Black Widow first. Yes. Yes. May 1st, 2020. So as we've already outlined on this podcast plenty of times, uh, it takes place after the events of 2016 Civil War, but before the Infinity War. It's going to introduce the Red Guardian and Taskmaster. Taskmaster. There you go. Uh, and then, you know, maybe Taskmaster escapes. Maybe he teams up with Thunderbolt Ross. I kind of like that idea. Some oh. sleuthing that I've done. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross get, get coming into the fold here. Okay. Thunderbolt Ross. Maybe he wants to like that. Maybe, maybe the Sokovia Accords comes into play here. <laughs> okay. You get an Accords-proved uh, team of Dark Avengers. Maybe you get Baron Zemo. Because we have right on the heels of that show, of that movie coming out, is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. is the first right. Disney Plus show. Two very grounded, tactical, shield-based, human-based um, IPs, right? Right, 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 yeah. So I think that, that offers a lot of ways to kind of play around with it and um, a lot of crossover between those two uh, properties. Man, that would be um, – I mean, I'm looking at your Dark Avengers roster too. I mean, 
I don't know if Baron Zemo has ever been like anything like that. That would be wild. But him, or in the Hulk, Thunderbolts? Was he in the Thunderbolts? I think Thunder. Maybe Thunderbolts. So, I don't know. You, know I, you know how MCU kind of does that? They like take things and then adapt them into like to kind of make it work into their universe, even though maybe maybe it's not you know comic book canon. Yeah, I mean Th- Thunderbolts, I get that, and I think Dark Avengers. I I remember there was a team of, uh, I want to say it was. Electra, Punisher, Red Hulk, and Wolverine. Yeah. And I, I didn't read that series. I was def- I mean, definitely interested by that roster. But you got here uh, Baron Zemo, Deadpool, Punisher, Iron Patriot, Norman Osborne being Iron Patriot, and then Red Hulk. I'll tell you what, man, that's a cast. I, I mean, you, you throw in like maybe an Electra or something like that too. Even then, this is that that'd be a pretty cool cast. I'd be in on that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then and, and what we're starting to see here, and what what it already seems to be playing out, is that you're going to have uh, two offshoots in this phase for that grounded Earth story, and then the more cosmic story, which is going to I think pick up later in the phase, right? Mm-hmm. With Doctor Strange, WandaVision, Thor: Love and Thunder. But for right now, in the beginning, you're going to have you know Black Widow, Falcon and Winter Soldier, two ground and stuff coming off you know the uh the epic that was uh, avengers endgame this is something to kind of uh soften the the landing i guess of phase four so let me ask you this with taskmaster is it important to you that we know who plays taskmaster at the end of all do we need to know at who the, the end person? of it yeah yeah i would like to yeah i think that's you know kind of been teased as the big reveal Although, like, in this and some reading, you know, if he gets away, he or she, you know, because, you know, it seems to have a, a bit of a petite figure. And that's kind of been something that's been floating around. If you've seen, um, you know, the extended trailers and some of the cuts of Taskmaster in there, I don't know, kind mm-hmm. of a smaller figure to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just kind of uh, depth perception on my, my I don't part. think that's far-fetched. You don't, we don't know. It could happen. Could be the case. Yeah, so I. I, you know, I would obviously like to see it, but maybe if they get away, maybe that's something that gets uh, teased out a little bit longer too. Which would be yeah, I wouldn't mind but, if we if we don't know, we find out somewhere else down the line. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, they'll. You know, I don't think it's mandatory. The they'll they'll do it though. They'll 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 you'll get your original wish where they'll they'll do right. it. Right, I would be stunned. They should, if it right? Maybe maybe a post credit scene or something like that. <sighs> yeah, that, what it, is also it, kind of interesting. Interesting is, uh, you know, I was going around on YouTube and they were saying how the X-Men might be introduced in this, which I thought was completely far-fetched and, and clickbait. But yeah. there is one scene that they point to where uh, the Red Guardian, uh, played by David Harbour, is going to break out someone from this huge like prison cell. And it's like almost like if you uh, remember Deadpool 2 with the Juggernaut and how we kind of like they mm. teased that big, you know, this big holding cell and everything, and then he ends up, like, blowing the doors off, and it's something kind of similar to that. And while I don't think it would, it will be an X-Men or a Juggernaut, it could be uh, Ursa Major, who was a part of the uh, Soviet super soldiers, which is, like, the, the Russian Avengers. Uh, okay. He was, uh, he was the bear man. Okay. Yeah, if you ever came across that, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I know you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I, that I, that could be kind of interesting and something cool. Like, yeah, you know, nothing major to play a huge role into it, but maybe to pay a little homage to that part of the comic books, and you get like a quick payoff there or something. That that could be kind of cool. Yeah. The uh, that makes a hell of a lot more sense than, oh, we're gonna go and have you know we're gonna bring in the X Men now. Like the, on the first I, one, you know, first movie after uh, you know Infinity or you know Phase Three. No way. Yeah, yeah no way. 
I mean, I want them as soon as possible, but it's just like that's that's such a reach, like you said. Yeah, it's got to be earned. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Don't exactly. be a DCEU. Don't force it. Yeah, no, tell me about it. Okay, um, so up next would be uh, in fall 2020. So not an exact release date, but The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is a Disney Plus show. Yes. Uh, and what the uh, current rumor mongering has is the introduction of government-sanctioned U.S. agent John Walker. Okay. Yeah. Who is like an off-brand uh, Captain America, by my understanding, right? Yeah, I mean that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that, I guess. The one thing I will so say the league- that DC, I mean the DC, that Marvel is good at is they take characters who maybe we wouldn't, wouldn't normally care about as much, and they they make them awesome right. because you have a lot more wiggle room with them. So that's one thing that that'll be mm-hmm. maybe good, I guess. But I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I agree. And no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm I'm reserving judgment just because I don't know a whole lot about him, but I think that could be interesting. I like the um the actor I forget his last name Wyatt Wyatt something, but he was in um uh, Twenty Two Jump Street and some a couple other things. But he's a pretty good actor. I like him. Um, and apparently he has leaked photos of him holding the shield. So of course the last time we left off uh, with Sam Wilson and uh, you know Bucky and and Captain America is Sam Wilson shield. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how does that get into U.S. agents' hands? If he is a government-sanctioned person, is he working for Thunderbolt Ross? Are, is Thunderbolt Ross still searching for Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes? Because that's the last time we really left off with them, is that, you know, at, at Avengers Endgame, they were still criminals at large. And we don't know if they've been absolved for their crimes mm-hmm. um, just because they, you know, saved the other they, half of the world. I, I hope they are absolved of their crimes. And I'm starting to sense a theme with you, Wes. We rewatch Incredible Hulk, uh, which you guys can go back and listen to that. We did a rewatch on the uh, on Edward Norton's interpretation of the Hulk. And yep. obviously Thunderbolt Ross was in that. And now I'm starting to see you bring him up in the first two movies. You really want to see him involved. Are you Red Hulk well, no, fan, no, no. Wes? It's, it's, not, it's not me. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm just reading the tea leaves, as they say. Because, you know, <laughs> who was introduced in, in uh, Avengers Infinity War? Reintroduced, I should say. In right? Infinity it was Thunderbolt War. Ross. Yep. Because we he haven't seen there. him since Civil War. Right, yeah, okay, he was in Civil War. Okay, yes, yes. So, you know, we saw him at Civil War. We saw him in Avengers uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And that's really it. But, you know, so there's been kind of this concerted effort to get him and kind of push him back into the fold. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was the only real connective tissue from the Incredible Hulk. You know, like everything else hasn't really been, uh, you know, used too much. Right, I mean, you even have including the... Including Edward Norton. Exactly. My big thing with this is, um, look, I need, <sighs> you know, I get like Bucky post Winter Soldier, even in the comics, is kind of like depressed and and not what you want, not the badass you want him to be. But like, mm-hmm. just give us a little bit more of it, man. Like, if you're gonna have a show, I just, I, I hope they get back to it. Yeah, we need we need something. We need we need a little bit more kicking ass out of him. We can't just be mm-hmm. brooding. Like he's because you know what? He's not really brooding. He's like depressing. I would say. Yeah, that's my he's, issue. He's with a him. tough hang. He's a real yeah. tough hang right now. I loved him. Maybe, he was, maybe Sam Wilson cheers him up a little bit. Maybe that'd be nice. We'll, I don't know if that's we'll gonna see. Happen, but. Uh, but you know, so I, I want to know how Zemo falls into all of this, and then, right. and then again, just 
jump back to the U.S. agent, if he is like a government-sanctioned Captain America superhero type of thing, you know, why is he put in place? You know, is he is it to have some sort of um, someone to look to, some sort of beacon of hope now that Captain America is gone? Yeah, but like, I mean, yes, I understand that, and that does make sense. But why can't it be Sam Wilson? I mean, like, have you have you seen the artwork of what he looks like as Captain America? Sam it Wilson looks like, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had he had a the he has he has the best Captain America outfit. Period. It's sick. Why can't well, we just I get that? I think I think if I even remember, um, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Sam Wilson saying in an interview. Um, oh, Anthony Mackie. Thank you. Yeah, and, and saying that this whole series was about him kind of earning the shield. So he probably like, something tells me he may start off with it and then do something to screw it up. With great power comes great responsibility to take it back, <laughs> then he earns it back. You know, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Okay. That makes sense. So, okay. If that, that that would be my guess. And I think that, that kind of plays out perfectly, actually, if that's the kind of the case. Yeah, I can I, I can get behind that then. Cause I mean people will care. It's like, well, you gave it to Sam. Why because that was one of the complaints too, wasn't it? Like you gave it to Sam, why didn't you give it to Bucky? You could have given it to Bucky. Right. Right, yeah. exactly. So now we'll see why it's Sam that ends up deserving it in the end. Yes. My thing yes. is, I just he just looked his outfit looks better than Bucky's. That I mean, that's all I care I, about. Yeah, I agree. And get Bucky back with the um, you know, the half mask sort of thing going on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing's uh, kick that's ass. That's what I want. Yeah, that's kick ass. So, um, after so that comes out in the fall, but that is not the only thing we're supposed to see in the fall, right? From Marvel. No, and it's gonna get weird. You know, it's gonna get funky. Uh, November six, twenty twenty, we get the intern. Eternals, uh, which yeah, I think I can speak for both of us in saying that we uh, know very little to nothing about. Yep. Okay. Yep. This is very true. Yes. So oh. this is this is a launching pad. What do you, you mean, like starting like, off a new phase and? Yeah, and I think this is going to have play, you know, a lot for what happens in the rest of Phase Four and going into Phase Five. I think if you want to, yeah. if we reuse a term that we used a lot in last week's episode, connective tissue. Yes, this is think, a huge connective tissue move. I think it's. I think it's, you're you're spot on with it, and I think too, where I'm not a big cosmic kind of guy, especially when it comes to the superheroes. Like you know, there's Star Wars, but it's like that's kind of where I, I personally feel like cosmic is Star Wars. Then you go mm-hmm. to comics, it's like that doesn't always. Like I always associate with Superman. It's like these these beings I can't. I don't appreciate them as much, um, but. We've seen, I mean, I have Guardians of the Galaxy on in front of me right now. It says it's playing on TNT. And, I mean, nice. that was kick-ass. And number two, was, was it as good as the first one? No, but it was still good. But it was awesome. It was fun, yeah. Exactly. And I think that they've kind of – look, there's a lot of ways where Marvel has earned, like, the right to be trusted in things. And I think something like this where we don't know as much, that's going to help be, this be successful. Right. Yeah, and, and from, I, you know, I had to do a little bit more uh, research on this than, say, some of the other properties. Right. But rumors said that this is where they're going to be introducing mutants. And that, that they're going to be explaining um, that thanks to the Thanos snap, it, it has kind of awakened the mutant gene. This is a rumor, so, you know, who knows what the truth is to this. But mm-hmm. that's, that, that snap and then the Hulk snap and everything else, that, that kind of, like, shook something up uh, among the human gene that has to do with uh, the Eternals long ago. So I think this movie kind of jumps timelines to, you know, way back into the past to 
the present, oh. uh, from what I was reading at some point, that the group of internals give up their powers so that they can be one with humanity and then they come back and find, so they're just normal people living their lives in every, you know, in, in 2020 and present day. And then That's... they come back and, you know, stumble upon something almost like Power Rangers, like the Power Rangers repeat. Reboot. Oh, <laughs> they find something and it like takes them back to Zord, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, okay, that sounds that was kind of the vibe that I got, which could be interesting at that point. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little confused with that explanation, um, and I okay. don't I don't blame you. I blame them for for like how are they gonna draw the line? So you're gonna retcon things where mutant gene the mutant gene's been around forever, and then it, like that's man. So I may be, uh, so I may not explain this correctly, but from That's what right. I understood was, well, th thanks for the reassurance there, Nick. Sorry. I'm sorry. Is that the, these ancient uh, celestials, eternals, um, love the humans so much that they gave up their powers to be among them and then put their powers within the earth. So that would explain why also there's uh, the ratio of you know superhumans and supervillains uh, is much higher on Earth than it is on other planets. Gotcha. Okay. Because that the Earth is already seeded with uh, this celestial uh, power. So at, when the Thanos snap happens, that kind of sh like brings it up. I think that's how I understood it. Okay. I'm not. It's not. I'm not blaming U.S. I'm blaming the people who are coming up with these theories. Because where you lose me is like the somehow it happens back in time. That's what I was kind of more confused about. The other stuff makes. I mean, like within the realm of comic books, makes more sense. But if it's like somehow, like how are you going to make Wolverine in all this? That's kind of where I'm most confused because we just know Wolverine for being around forever and because he doesn't die and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. like I don't get how you do that other than bringing in other realities like i would think we would get mutants from uh from dr strange which i, I mean we will we, we'll get to that too. yeah yeah absolutely um, but, um a couple other things too that you, you know you may see a young thanos they talk about a lot about the celestials uh which ooh. is what thanos is so that could be kind of interesting get get a little look at uh you know who thanos was as a, as a child or a young adult didn't realize that. And okay. I was, I was uh, not from what I'm told, but from what I've read, uh, most of this occurs after the events of Avengers Endgame. Okay. Good to know. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. So it's not necessarily like way, like I think they, like I said, I think they'll do flashbacks and that sort of thing, but I think right. it predominantly takes place, yeah, okay. present day. Awesome. See, as much as these are these are like some of the stuff's rumors, Wes. Like, there's some where there's like smoke. There's there's some fire at least. Yeah, and it's just fun to kind of go off of that and say, okay, well, if this is gonna happen, then X, Y, and Z can happen after this. You know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, uh, one thing that moved up. Yeah. Twenty twenty one division, right? <clears throat> We're supposed to get that in twenty twenty one. That was a bit of a, a New Year's Eve uh, gift from Disney+. Plus. I think they tweeted that out, that it's going to be coming out in 2020. And again, I think this is going to be another launching pad property for uh, the rest of the MCU. So they haven't given us a date, though, on it. They just said no, 2020. just 2020. So yeah. this could, it could be before Falcon Winter Soldier. It could be after. It could be – okay. Yeah, exactly. 
So I know. Be... I, I think they're filming this now, and I think they're also filming uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier now. I think I'd seen that one. Yeah, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. They were definitely yeah. filming. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, this one's one I'm I'm not certain. Like you know, I have, I have no idea where they're gonna go with this. Well, I think it's interesting they they pushed it up because one, uh, you hear of all the backlash with the Disney Plus properties right now with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi uh, and that property getting pushed back uh, into like indefinite. Uh, mm-hmm. And the same for the, the Hawkeye, uh, Kate Bishop uh, situation that's going on there. And um, you know, a couple other, I, I think it's mostly Star Wars related. But, you know, there's not a whole lot new stuff coming out on Disney Plus, which is kind of concerning. Um, you know, if you're a big Disney Plus fan or you poured in the money and bought the subscription for it, you know, it's, it's kind of tough. Like, I'm not really going back to it. So I think to kind of really? get this excitement, they're not really like I'm, I'm going to keep it. But, you know, like, I'm not going back and watching it, you know. Like, I'm not going out of my way to watch Disney Plus anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, right now, I haven't been able to go back and watch uh, m- much of it either at this point. Um, I want to because I haven't finished binging the X-Men. But, uh, but okay, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I really haven't gotten past that to know if there's nothing else on there. Huh. No, I mean, there is. It's just, you know, like, I'm still watching Netflix. Like, I'm finding out stuff on Amazon Prime now, too, and everything. So I think this is just a way to kind of keep Disney Plus in the forefront of the conversation. And as well as I also think this is going to play a big role in Doctor Strange, too. Um, this should yeah. fully explore Wanda uh, becoming that Scarlet Witch and kind of embracing that chaos magic and uh, building alternate realities and kind of really being like one of the more powerful uh superheroes in the mcu mm-hmm. that, that's what i think yeah i would like to i would i would like to know a little bit more about you know again she's not a mutant but like where's some of the, some of her background and everything i know there's experiments and all these and all these different things and, mm-hmm. and whatnot but um With the mind stone right that's, that's been, where most of her power comes from it's been yeah and she's been it's been so much surface level with her you know, I, I I would like to see. You know, we'll see what Elizabeth Ol- how Elizabeth Ol- Elizabeth Olsen can kind of <laughs> handle a greater role um in in this grand scheme of things. So that would be um, and it, it just again like I don't know what the hell like how they're gonna make sense of all this like her envision like how is this happening? So okay, so uh, from what I was reading here and watching on YouTube, the first part of the show is gonna be reportedly be like a sitcommy type of show kind of like a 1950s X, kind of, you know, if you've been seeing set photos and stuff and different promotional, it's very like a uh, nuclear family type of thing, you know, like 1950s, like picket fence family. Uh, yeah, I noticed what, that. that movie? Pleasant Town like, or Pleasantville, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's going to get really weird and kind of like take twists and turns and into like your kind of typical MCU type of story. But a couple of things that I thought were, were interesting that they should kind of cover here. Uh, this is credit to our friends over at Geeks Worldwide here. Um, they're going to be introducing Hulkling, which, uh, from my understanding, is a big fan favorite. And uh, also her two sons, Wiccan and Speed. So okay. Hulkling is a young Avenger who's the son of Marvel and a, Skr- a Skrull princess. So he's half Skrull, half Kree. Mm-hmm. And who actually dates Wiccan, uh, the son. The huh. son of Wanda. There's a, uh, <laughs> a, a gay relationship on that. Oh, oh, geez, I didn't even, didn't even hit me like that. Okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah so that's, and then Feige has said that before that they're going to be exploring, um, you know, an LGBT uh, relationship there. So, and, and, and somewhere in the MCU in phase four. 
So that that could oh. be that. That would make sense. And again, our, our buddies over at Geeks Worldwide had uh, found the casting call for the the Hulkling there. So that's kind of cool. This may nice. lead to a Young Avengers Disney Plus show with uh, the Hulkling, Wiccan, um, Speed. You know, you have Miss Camilla uh, Khan coming out soon, or you know, right. in the works right now. Uh, hopefully, you get the Kate Bishop and Hawkeye thing figured out. And then you kind of have like a whole Young Avengers lineup uh, already in the works. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good cast that, that you would have planned. I mean, these are some of the characters I don't know, or or pretty much all of them I don't know that well, the ones that we've we've rattled off, including Kate Bishop. I mean, we know yeah. she's Hawkeye, but we don't really know her that well. Right, but it, ex- exactly. I, I don't know a whole lot about that either. But again, I'm, I'm into it. If that's something that they're going to explore, you know, like I'm, I'm definitely interested in uh, hearing more about it. The biggest thing always with when you're bringing in these new characters, like you say, Wes, is what does it mean? And the connective yeah. tissue. That's that's your new thing is the connective that's tissue. That's a new one. That's yes. a new one, yeah. <laughs> so if the, the connective tissue if the, the, if the is there, then you're in. That's what matters. And that's, yes. all, that's all they got to do. Big, big Kleenex guy, you know. Now, what's uh, this? The, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Sword. Is that what Yeah, what's this about? bit about Nick Fury, yeah. Okay, so do you remember from uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home the end credit scene where he's uh, Nick Fury's on what looks to be on a vac like an island vacation, but he's really in a huge spaceship coming back to Earth. Yes, sir. You could think that is Sword, Sentient World Observation and Response Department, which is uh, mm. Shield but for outer space. Right. So the Hulkling, like, so apparently what ties in is the Hulkling uh, needs protection from Sword to stay uh, Sword to stay on uh, Earth or whatever. So that's how that kind of gets involved into it. Gotcha. But it's like, again, amazing. All the little things that they do and to kind of piece everything together. Exactly. It's, it's not, it's not on the, too on the nose. And that's why it's so nice. Mm-hmm. It's just these exactly. little tiny things. And Nick Fury trying to, you know, take control of things in space. That makes sense. I, I, could, I could see how he would do that. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. This, right? yeah, this, so, this, like this you said. Also. No, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say this. This will set up Doctor Strange too, as well. Well, that's yeah. I was gonna say this is just clearly based. I mean, if if the majority of these things are are, are on, I mean, I trust the Geeks Worldwide casting call um, or or breaking that news. I think that um, I think you 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 summed it up perfectly. This will be a launching pad for them for sure, and that's what you kind of that's what they've done well with with a lot of these properties. Is yeah, you'll have one that's like you have like Captain America Winter Soldier that's fun and yet it, it matters to some extent, but like there's just some kick-ass characters and it's a good time, mm-hmm. right? I, I know S.H.I.E.L.D. broke down everything and that's pretty significant, but it's different. It's not, there are certain things that were, where stuff mattered more. And I think when you bring in characters that maybe we don't like as much or we don't know quite as much and you make the stakes right. higher and, and everything is like, Oh, this is important. That's important. Then it's like, then it makes it like I gotta watch this. I can't miss it because then I'm right. gonna be behind when right. the really yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, when the when the, when the Doctor Strange comes. Right. Absolutely. I, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on that one. Uh, this one was was kind of tough to come across. Mm. Uh, February twelfth, twenty twenty one. And now as we're getting further away from the year and everything, um, less and less information is, is available to kind of come out and talk about this stuff. So this is kind of getting towards the tail end here, but. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Ooh, so again, not... huh. suffice to say, we know nothing about the uh, Shang-Chi and, and the, his backstory and his comic book, right? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've 
barely seen any of his stuff. What? What? So wait, we can't call him. We can't call it Shang Chi and the Lord of the Rings. No, I don't think. I think. Uh, I think there's an issue with that. Oh. I don't even okay. roll the dice. I mean, who knows? Yeah. What's the worst that happens? Right? You lose really, millions yeah. of dollars. I mean, that's just, it. Just put Jr. Just put the ball in his corner. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jr. Tolkien's not going to fight you back yeah. right now. <laughs> I'll tell you no. that. Did no. you ever? Was, yeah. yeah. How did that movie end up doing? Do you have any idea? The Tolkien what? movie? What movie? The, uh, yeah. Oh, like the movie about J.R.R. Tolkien. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I, clearly, I, I don't know. It took me a minute to jog my memory about it. Anyways, back to Shang-Chi and his Ten Rings. Yeah, um, so we know that the Mandarin's going to be in it. Not the Mandarin from Iron Man 3, but the real Mandarin who is supposed to be a very um, badass Norman Osborn, but Asian type of like, you know, take no prisoners, but very cunning and slick and does a lot of, you know, string pulling behind the scenes type of thing. So when, the rumor with this movie, oh, go ahead. Well, as you say, before, so before the rumor, when it comes to the Mandarin, for the, now this is not a character that I've read a ton about in the comics or anything, but I know with my brother, he loved the idea of this character. And when Iron Man 3 came out, he was, he was rip mm-hmm. shit. Because it's like, dude, like the Mandarin's such a badass character. People liked him a lot way back. And then you go and just mm-hmm. – it's, it's a fake guy. So, A, yeah. they needed to do this. And, B, this is a character I think people should be excited about too if you don't – if you're not already. Exactly. And, and with the rumor setup of how this movie is going to play out, it's going to be fairly self-contained. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe with some minor introductions here and there. But – it is going to be a centered around supposedly a martial arts tournament. That's the big plot rumor. So think like First Blood, not First Blood, uh, Blood Sport or uh, you know Mortal Kombat or anything oh, like that. Okay. Um, and they come through and it's hosted by the the Mandarin, and the winner receives the ten rings, which are these alien rings made by a dragon race that has uh, incredible power, less than the Infinity Stones, but more. But still powerful. More than your average. Yeah, still very powerful. Yeah. More than, um, more, more than your average rings. <laughs> yeah, more than your average, you know, ring, wedding ring or anything, you know. So this, is like, so this is like Karate Kid meets Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So in the, the casting call apparently, you know, looking for like wrestlers and MMA uh, fighters with exper- that type of experience or martial arts experience. So that kind of backs up with that type, type of uh, logic. But the rumors are like that you could have these minor MCU like characters enter into this tournament and kind of coming to see this tournament, right? So like maybe Iron Fist, Fat uh, mm-hmm. Rock the Leaper, who appeared in uh, Winter Soldier, who was uh, played by George St. Pierre. That's the guy that he's the first guy on yeah, the book. Okay. Yes, yeah. So like maybe he comes back into it, you know, like that and like other C list kind of heroes and villains and stuff that can want to come and kind of see the event. Yeah, Which you I could think de- would be awesome. I think you could definitely do like, – and if you have – well, no, I th- like I said, I think that the X-Men will start getting integrated in Doctor Strange, which we haven't gotten to because it's supposed to come later on. But there are other characters like from the X-Men 2 that are in outer space that you can integrate. Yeah, they're definitely so – that, that would be fun. I'd love that idea. That, that, that's a great place to just start bringing in a bunch of random-ass people. That'd be, that'd be, that's a good right. idea. And it's around like, like, like an elimination st- – style fighting tournament like that i think that would be awesome like i think that would be like a really cool way to get me invested 
um, into a character I know nothing about. I'm know? excited so for this like, one now. Do like one of those. Yeah. So if that if that were to be the case, that's really exciting. And mm-hmm. then and then like you, you wonder why would the Mandarin you know be hosting this event to give away these ten rings if they're so powerful? Maybe he wants to draw out Shang Chi. You know, maybe he wants to create. Um, you know, a, a form of like the Dark Avengers or something like that, or the Thunderbolts or some sort of powerful team. He wants to find the other um, strong villains, henchmen out there, and you know, give them some of the rings to like spread out his power. Call me and then crazy. Suddenly, Wes? you have this super group. Like, that, doesn't, doesn't that sound awesome? Call me crazy. The more we talk about this and all these details that you found, I think this is the movie I'm most excited about. Because you don't know anything about it, right? It could have yep. been bad. You don't. You didn't care about it, but like that idea of like a blood sport uh, Marvel movie would be awesome. Yeah, totally this sounds freaking kick ass. Holy crap, this is awesome. God. And then like you were saying about the Winter Soldier, it's a fun movie that has like some tie-ins, but it's not, um, you know, like monumental to the overall story that they're trying to tell. That's spanning multiple properties. Exactly. It'll be some significant parts. Um, but they're gonna make sh- they can make Shang Chi a kick ass character, and then bring in some other awesome characters that'll give us a fun time too. Wow, I am seriously. I mean, like Doctor Strange will probably be the most important one, which you know, I'm looking forward to that. But man, I think the Shang Chi one is going to be the, the most fun out of everything. It could be, you know. Now, now my expectation level is high. So if it's anything less than what this is, then I'm, I'm going to be uh, upset. This I'm- is true. This is true. Spring 2021, Loki and Disney Plus, I have no information on that. So one thing, I, I actually saw, saw that you didn't have anything. So when I was going through um, a few things I saw on comicbook.com, that Marvel's Loki series reportedly beginning filming um, or began filming for Disney Plus. So there's that. Oh, okay. It, it okay. apparently started. So, I mean, look. And we know it's going to be time traveling and kind of what working with the, um, oh, what's the cube? Why, why, why am I blanking? Tesseract. The tesseract. Um, and, and, and kind of playing around with that. And right. And he's going to be like yes, jumping like, around in multiple timelines. Exactly. So I, honestly, with, um, with Loki, I think this will be, it, look, Tom Hiddleston is a great character. I mean, great actor. And, um, and, He's done a good job with Loki. I've really enjoyed him. Um, I think, you know, he's gotten criticized for the years because he's not a great villain. But anybody who says Loki's not a great character is just trying to be a wet blanket. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I, I think he, exactly. And I think he's proven he can handle, like, he can handle a series. If it's six episodes, eight episodes, whatever. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't go more than eight necessarily because, I, I mean, I just don't know what to expect, but I think whatever we get, even if even if they went and did ten, I'm sure we'd have a fun time. You might be upset. You know, I episodes, feel. I but... think, I think short and sweet. I think if you go six episodes at like 30, 40 minutes or something like that, like mm-hmm. I think you leave the people wanting more. That's Dude, I, I, I was talking my so I was hanging out with my dad the, uh, over the weekend, mm-hmm. and he would. I had gotten him on. Um, like he's not a, he's never been a TV show guy. Like he watched Friends and some of these other in Seinfeld, but like mostly not like uh, into a lot of these new mm-hmm. shows. He watched Mandalorian, then he went and watched Witcher, and he's like, <laughs> I love him, but then it's like over, and then it's like, what am I supposed to watch? Like there's nothing. You know, it used to be so different. Mm-hmm. Now it's like eight one hour episodes, and then we're done. Like yeah, that's how it works, Dad. That's that's the way TV is now. <laughs> Sorry, that's how that's how everybody wants it. Oh, you have man. to pace yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know All what? Right. Uh, so you after- mentioned uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, so we have May 
first, 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, has been, you know, in headlines recently, I would say. They've uh, canned the director who directed the first movie, Scott Derrickson. Yeah. They're directorless right now at the moment. Not comforting, to say the least. No. So this is supposed to be uh, a horror movie, have horror elements into it. And also, what I didn't have in here, I know uh, the new Mutants was supposed to have ties into the MCU. I did not put that in there because I didn't think that was a real Marvel Phase 4 movie. And then you got Morbius, which also has ties to the MCU, too. With, right, uh, exactly. Also <laughs> didn't put that in there as well. Uh, with Vulture. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. But, it, so this, it, it, uh, the, the multiverse madness takes place after the events of uh, Avengers Endgame. And Strange continues researching the Time Stone because we know that um, Kevin Feige and the Russos have said that the uh, uh, Infinity Stones are not destroyed. They've just been reduced down to atoms. So. Okay. Oh, so the ones that Thanos the ones that Thanos destroyed are now atoms. Right. Gotcha. Okay. And oh, I think no, I think and I think even the other ones were too. The other ones weren't destroyed; they were brought back. Remember that? Like Cap brought yeah. them back. Yeah. Yeah, but that, but that's the current timeline then at that point, right? Um, no, I think the whole thing was they brought them. Oh, they yeah. brought. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. What yeah, you're so saying. they yeah, they brought them back. So Thanos was still able to get them. He like Cap went and brought them back essentially mm-hmm. right after they were taken. That's what happened. Right, right, right. So, yes. So Thanos, you're right. Yes, Thanos yeah. has reduced them down to atoms. Um, so they're still okay. there. And then apparently an old friend returns to rid the world of uh, Sorcerer Supremes, who is uh, Baron uh, Mordo. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Mordo for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, my question with all this is like, like, do you have confidence in them doing a legit horror movie? Like, it's not going to be well, this like, has been like a really contentious point because I think like Derrickson was, was saying that like, he wanted it to be like Marvel's first horror movie. Mm. And Feige was like, no, 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 no. I want this to be like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Goonies, Poltergeist, you know, PG-13 movies that have real scary moments into it but you're still invested into the story you're not watching it for like horror and gore and everything you know what i mean yeah i mean i'm fine with not having gore i mean i don't think we necessarily need that yeah but eh, I'm, I'm worried i'm a little worried about that like are they gonna are they gonna put too much of a focus on on doing the, on those things as opposed to the story i don't know mm-hmm. yeah so. and i i wonder because again i think this is going to be another huge uh, tentpole type movie for uh, the MCU. You have, uh, gonna have Scarlet Witch kind of in the fold here. Uh, I've heard about casting news for a uh, Brother Daniel or, or, you know, Brother Voodoo, Dr. Voodoo type uh, person to be cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the the villains have been anywhere from Dormammu to uh, Nightmare to Mephisto, which again would all have good ties with Scarlet Witch as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of having Mordo in there, so that, that there's the idea of having you know, too many villains and too many characters and playing a role into it. But this um, is, yeah, I think, um, you you brought up WandaVision being like you said, like a tentpole one, uh, a launching pad. Well, this is that, that's the launching pad. But then I think when we look at Phase Four, we're gonna say Doctor Strange is the most important thing, the most important movie that's coming out of this. Right. And they got to get it right. I, assuming this is what brings in the X-Men, 
they got to get this right. And I, that's where I, I think until it's, until I see it, I'm going to be concerned. I, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm excited Especially with it being up in the air right now, you know, like, if if it was Derrickson was still and you you still kind of had everything at status quo, you know you'd feel like a certain level of comfort about it. But right yeah. now I'm I'm kind of up in the air with it. Yeah, I want it to be great, and I think you know, obviously with the multiverse, um, you know they made such a strong point of dumbing down, um, <laughs> you know all the different type of multi uh, al- al- alternate realities there are in Avengers Endgame with um, the Ancient One and, and uh, Professor Hulk there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really spelled it out for you. So I, I feel like, aside from the importance in that movie, I think that's going to play a role going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think, I think, yeah, I think the right. multiverse is going to be a huge, a huge factor. With could be the X Men, could be the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that's be the place to do it. That's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, the, not the uh, the Eternals stuff, but um, you know, if if yeah, you well, wonder. I was thinking the um. I was thinking like the Eternals doesn't introduce the X-Men, but it explains how they get introduced. If that makes sense. Okay. Like, okay. So like, like almost like how we got the, the drop of the Namor and, um, and Avengers infinity war. Yes. Was, oh, we don't go to war down there. Or yes. Like we don't deal with the, like something yes. almost like that. That just says like, Oh, it awakened the mutant gene or, you know, I something was... like that. I was so proud of myself when we talked about it, and I and I told yeah. you guys like I caught that. And I was so proud. I had of no myself. idea. I know that was a great moment. That was awesome. Yeah, that's, it was, that's it was just like you, sir. two like it's a couple little like mo- mm-hmm. it was just it was um what was her it was a Koye that said that. Okoye, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but then we got after after this right after Doctor Strange we got I, I would mm-hmm. assume this is like just a fun little bit of a break thing right? What's next on Disney yeah. Plus? Yeah. Summer twenty one. What if on Disney Plus? Like, I'm not sure if that's going to be tied into anything. I don't um, think it will be. It's all animated, right? Right. Yeah. And I know it's all going to be the same characters, but in animated form. But I'm not sure if that kind of, you know the canon crosses over like that. You know, a lot of the same voice actors and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the storyline goes, I don't think that's going to cross over. And then as far as you know, fall twenty twenty one was supposed to be Hawkeye. Uh, we'll see what happens because obviously there's yeah issues with Jeremy Renner. If you want to say uh, that's that's something that's holding it up, or uh, whether they want to wait for Haley Steinfeld and her, um, I guess unwillingness to sign a long-term deal. I guess you just want to be strapped down and and held to a, a mega deal with uh, Disney. I mean, it's you know I saw a little, like a video of Chris uh, Evans talking the other day, and it was I think it was older, but it was him talking about how Robert Downey Jr. helped him become Captain America because was, he was so intimidated by taking on this big role and committing to it for so long because if you screw up, then it's like, oh, my God. Um, and it can end your career and all these different things. And I just wonder maybe if that's something she's kind of going through too. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know much details. But, you know, if you want to go and be – if you want to do this, if you, this is your career. I, I don't know how you don't try and jump at these opportunities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then uh, I agree with you. I mean, this is a this is a license to print money right here. So if someone wants to put me in a Disney movie, I won't have any problem signing a twelve year contract. Keep yeah. sending me those checks, baby. What was what Wes? I'm putting you on the spot here, but if mm-hmm. you could play one character in oh. a Marvel movie, 
Do you, mm-hmm. do you do you think you could? I I know you're not good. You don't like being put on the spot. But is there oh, one yeah. character you think you would uh, want to play most, or you could handle, or even if it's like a side one, like anything like that? I, I um, Johnny Storm would be a pretty cool one. Okay, that would be yeah, that, that would, would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A little off the beaten path one would be uh, Morph from the X Men the animated series. Oh, that's a you know good pull. Like, of course, I know who yeah. Morph is. That's oh, a good yeah, exactly. pull. He was like Wolverine's only friend. Yeah, he was like schizophrenic and everything. But that was like a really cool character that I never. Like, I loved his storyline in the animated series, and then like I never heard or saw of him again. He just like disappeared for me. That's a good one, Wes. I like that one. I would um the my my problem is like I would Gambit would be the guy I'd want to play for sure. Oh, yeah. But right. the other issue is like you you've heard me do you know uh, impressions like can you imagine doing a Cajun accent? Yeah. yeah. Well, you make it your own. Yeah, it's true. You go. I can be. I can't be worse than um Taylor Kish, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He had such an amazing (laughs) opportunity right in front of you. Oh, but so did Shannon Tatum apparently. Yeah, and then he goes and just pisses that away too. It's just uh, (laughs) some of these guys. But anyway, we got one more on the list here, and I think this is a a really, really the one that's going to usher everything in here. Oh, okay. This is my so November fifth, twenty twenty one. Thor for Love and Thunder. Taika Waititi's back. Uh, Korger's back. Uh, um, what's her name is back. Um, uh, Jane Natalie Foster. Portman. Natalie yep. Portman's back. Um, what's her name? Uh, who else is going to be back in there? Well, uh, we have someone who's back, right? rumored to be new in there. Well, yeah. So that's all new, or that's that's all the old people. But the new one is Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And there's so I have a list of what four or five people that uh, Christian Bale could be. I want to run through the possibilities. You tell me what you think, okay? Yep. Beta Ray, Beta Ray Bill. Okay. Uh, oh, then go, we have. Oh, well, we no, we'll go, through after. we'll go through after. Then we have Kang the Conqueror, who's the master of time travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Gore the God Butcher, an alien warrior from a dead world hell bent on killing every god. He wields all black, the Necro Sword, to kill Thor. That's a little backstory for him. Sheesh. Uh, Dario Agar, who's a kill vil- uh, a key villain for Jane Foster, who's a minotaur and he's a CEO of Roxon. Uh, then we have then we have two more here that I think Doctor Doom or Reed Richards. Wow. Okay. Have you so you've seen rumors of all of these? Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? You know, rumors, fan <laughs> theories. You know, like who knows what? Like, yeah, you know, what the truth is. Like rumors. Like I'm not even sure if I should call. Like I might be giving it too much credence to call it a rumor. Okay. So you okay? Because Beta Ray Bill, I would be cool with, but I can't see that happening because you know, too like, much CGI. Exactly for Christian Bale. You know, you're not, you're right. not doing that, with Christian Bale. Um. He, uh, Kang the Conqueror was he's like I could see that happening but I gotta imagine there's gonna be a lot of makeup unless you're just gonna have Christian Bale's face be blue because that's what well, it is. you could do that with like a Drax sort of thing or like you know maybe you have like a blue um, shield instead mm. like a blue helmet you know? yeah know. actually that, that could work around it. yeah they're, they're always around it well they, yeah it'll yeah, they, they could they could get around that one. Gore and Dario Agar, I don't really know that well. Reed Richards, Reed Richards would make sense, but Wouldn't I you be re- an awesome Reed Richards. 
like kind of a jerk, kind of aloof, but like highly smart and highly like locked in. Yeah, I do, but I think I like him more as Doctor Doom. I'm going to be honest with you, Wes. I do too. He's, the only issue is Doctor Doom is supposed to have that mask on all the time, and are you going to do that with Christian Bale? I don't think you will. No, but we know in an MCU movies. They love taking off the helmets. You know, yeah, they do exactly. that like every chance they get. They're just walking it. around in uniforms with no helmets. But there are some characters, man. It's like you, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you can justify it with, with Doom. I don't think you can. I mean, maybe they'll find a way. I, I don't know. But um, Reed Richards, they, those two, like, I could see him pulling either one of those off for sure. Yeah. And then you have them for a long term. You know, Beta Ray Bill, Dario Agar, Gore the God. Those are kind of like one offs, I would believe. You know, and like Reed Richards, Kane the Conqueror, and Doctor Doom would be, um, you know, multiple movies. I think. Who do you want to see him as? I know you want Beta Ray Bill big time, but who who do you want him to see, see him as? I I would love to see him as Doctor Doom. You know, because I'm I'm really all in on the uh, Fantastic Four storyline. As we mentioned, we haven't seen that done right yet. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen the X Men done right. Um, I've seen a lot of things in Marvel done right, and that has is not it. I think I just want to see that storyline, and they can, you know, them alone. The Fantastic Four is kind of lame alone, but mm-hmm. teaming up together and having them kind of in the mix is something that I'm more interested in. Yeah, that's I I, I don't mind them being in the fray with everybody else. That uh, I, I will probably appreciate more. And I mean, I hear I've never been a big Doom guy, but my brother always says it, and I know a lot of people like him. He's one. Mm-hmm. My brother says he's the best villain ever. I mean, I don't know about that. But I mean, a lot of people like him, so you yeah, gotta have him and Magneto. You know, I think they're kind of right up there. I, I, Magneto's my guy. Like, I, yeah. But again, you, you he's, is he a true villain? Like some, like some people say, Doom's a true villain. Magneto, not so much. You know, Venom changed. Doom's been good years. a couple of times, I think. I think I think That's, Doom has been a good guy a couple of times. I mean, it, it's all about it, it's really no thing as good and evil. It's all just perspective, Wes. Uh, that, that's a good point. That's you a can good put point. that on a T-shirt. I love um, it. But um. So not the only, uh, oh, not the only right, character Chase. rumored. Uh, right. So we have Silver Surfer, perhaps played by Keanu Reeves, uh, getting introduced here. This would be a, a, you know, a seemingly uh, good spot to introduce Galactus and the Herald for Galactus in a cosmic movie that's supposed to be kind of fun and, and out there and really kind of explore some some weird things with Taika Waititi. Uh, mm-hmm. Galactus would seem to be, you know, if Doctor Doom. Um, if Taskmaster, if Thunderbolt Ross are supposed to be these kind of grounded uh, villains, mm-hmm. Galactus is like the next Thanos, you know? Oh, He's yeah. The next <laughs> oh, so I think that would yeah. be the one that they would be building towards. Yeah, that would be – if you're trying to get like a freaking big-ass gun to come in, Galactus is absolutely the dude you don't want to screw around with. So I right. would say for sure. And you know what? For as much as I would have liked to see – you know, we talked about Keanu as Moon Knight and – just Keanu is awesome, so you like him and anything. Mm-hmm. But the way he acts, Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer, Surfer <laughs> makes more sense. I would say it's perfect. Yeah, because just deadpan. That's Keanu. And, I, and we've talked about this. I think when the, the that news first surfaced about Keanu Reeves possibly being in the works for an MCU role, yeah, I think me, you, and Tim all said Silver Surfer would be an awesome role for him because. One, he kind of has that slim figure for it, and he kind of plays that deadpan, no emotion very well. But again, he's also a very, like, dedicated person. You know, the whole thing with Silver Surfer, right, is he uh, takes the position of mm-hmm. the, you know, takes on the board to save his 
his race pretty much, right? Yeah, that's a, that is actually – that's a great call. You're absolutely right. And, I, yeah, so I, I think it would be a pretty good casting on uh, Marvel's part. And they, they're always they, – they're usually very good with the casting. Which, speaking of that, I, I – like, going back to the Christian Bale thing, I don't know mm-hmm. – like, I think he'd thrive in Doom, in, in Doom's role. But Reed Richards, to me, is just such a shit character – I don't know if he how he'd come across in that role. Like, is he a guy who can make Reed Richards awesome, or would he just sound like a whiny dick? I think dick? he could. You think he could? No, I I don't see Christopher Bale and see whiny dick because I think that kind of comes to like a, like a kind of puny, like weak type of uh, you know perception. I, I just don't see Christian Bale as like a weak character like, in anything he portrays. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I just that that that's my concern though. Um, but hmm, maybe maybe you're good there. And by the way, the character you were thinking of uh, before that we didn't mention was Valkyrie. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, yes. and maybe the Hulk. The Hulk may come back in this as well. Oh, you saw how well he worked in this. So maybe that that would be an avenue for him. Yeah, I'm excited, um, I'm excited but, to see know, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, really committed to this. See how she does. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it would be nice to get her back into it. And then obviously this will set up, um, you know, whatever goes on in the Guardians 3. Um, so maybe that's Adam Warlock. Maybe that's Silver Surfer. So maybe you get the, you know, a, a teaser credit uh, at the end with uh, Keanu Reeves or whatever Silver Surfer at the end of Love and Thunder mm. that bleeds over into Guardians there. So, yes, yeah. You know, that I, would... I think that's the perfect connective tissue right there. So, yeah, I. I... I think that's very well put. Now, Wes, obviously, uh, in addition to some of the major news that's gone on and us getting ready to everything, I'm sure you've had other things on your mind leading up to this episode. What else? Uh, what else you got on it on your mind? Uh, well, you know, of course, I'm still watching uh, The Outsider, the HBO show uh, based off the Stephen King novel, which is uh, just gearing up. It's getting very good right now. Cool. Very, more, much more sci-fi, but you still kind of have that crime uh, thriller type of feel through it. Uh, but right after that is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your mm. Enthusiasm is fantastic right now. It's it's classic Larry David. I love how everything ties in with one another. You know, it's self-contained episodes that um, just, just kind of fold neatly into itself. You know, everything mm. wraps up perfectly by the end of it. And uh, something they say in the beginning takes place at the end. You know, it's it's great. Just love it. So it's like yeah, I've always I've actually never watched. I've watched like bits and pieces of it through the years. Um, but it's I've heard it's like a basically a rated R version of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, and there's no um, you know, there's there's no script or anything. They just come in with like ideas, and they say, okay, then we're just going to do that for you know, you get JB Smooth. Uh, you get it's awesome. It's good stuff. <laughs> I got I, also I gotta though. Watch it. On Amazon Prime, uh, Workaholics, the entire series of Workaholics is on Amazon Prime right now. So I've been going back and watching that from season one. Fantastic show. Completely uh, wish I got, you know, watched that sooner. Oh, I've watched it, but I mean, I watched it again sooner. I got I, well, I to gotta get Amazon Prime, too, because they got, I got to watch The Boys. Shows, uh, oh, yeah, pretty, I should yeah. do that, too. Yeah. Uh, What's on but, your mind? What do you got? Um, I just want to remind people, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, we have uh, we have the apparel now. We're very excited about it. We're actually the first podcast at Geeks Worldwide that has uh, has gear. So again, if you guys, you know, if you like the show, uh, please, you know, um, feel free to represent us. Uh, and, you know, feel free to send us pics on Twitter. We'll retweet it and everything like that and share it. Um, 
you know, we're, we're very excited about it. And Wes and I will be sharing our uh, pics of us in our gear once we get that stuff um, in the mail, I'm sure. That's right. Get that swag bag, baby. And then since we've talked about something Marvel-related Marvel this episode, I think, I mean, barring anything crazy, I think next mm-hmm. episode will be a good time to go back into the rewatch vault. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. The rewatch vault, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 is next. Uh, okay. Whiplash. <laughs> oh god yeah that's right okay and, and the real roads the real roads will be back oh yep that's true this will be interesting all right awesome so we will do that next week next week it's a date <laughs>